Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Chinese communists and United States liberals. What's the difference? No, it's not a UFC match. It's not going to be a Royal Rumble. But I am going to lay out evidence for you systematically using logic and reason that there is very little daylight anymore between Chinese communists and U.S. liberals. The stories are just eerie. You're not going to want to miss that. I've got that. It's been a really bad week for CNN. I've got another Ron DeSantis story to debunk. And the UFO report came out. I had John Radcliffe on my show to talk about it. It is going to add, and I have a theory about if they are aliens, why they left and did a U-turn and, and didn't come back, at least any time uh, that we've heard about. Hey, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Don't let big tech monitor what you do online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. Um, I've got that stuff, and these headlines today are going to be really eerie. You're going to watch, you're going to read these headlines, and as I read them to you, you're going to be like, seriously, what is the difference between a bunch of Chinese communist tyrants and U.S. liberals today? In some cases, the U.S. liberals are even worse. All right, today's show brought to you by Blue Blocks. If you're a listener to the show, you know I have a tough time sleeping. These things have saved my life, Blue Blocks. My sleep has been great since I got them. I, I got the Blue Block Sleep Plus, blue light blocking glasses. My sleep quality has been through the roof. Keeps that blue light out of your eyes and allows your body to go to sleep naturally. That blue light keeps you awake. That's why people have those blue light apps in the morning to wake them up. But you don't want that at night. Blue Blocks offers three options, blue light computer glasses and the Summer Glow blue light glasses to wear during the day when working with screens or under artificial light. My favorite, the Sleep Plus glasses. I wear them about two hours before I go to bed at night. It helps create more sleep hormones to aid with better sleep. It's just science, folks. Blue Box is made in optics laboratories in Australia. It's not mass produced in factories in Asia. They have stylus frames with, uh, with science-backed technology that are tested to ensure they work, unlike these other junky blue light glasses companies are selling out there. Don't settle for cheap pairs. They're not going to work. These are worth the money. Since I started wearing them, my sleep has gone through the roof. I can tell because I have this sleep uh, app thing, this aura ring monitors my sleep. The Blue Blocks glasses work. I'm sleeping longer and a lot deeper. Glasses come in non-prescription, prescription and reading options, fine glasses for every need. Blue light for helping with digital eye strain, summer glow for helping with low mood migraines, and sleep plus for improving your sleep. Got three options there. Blue Box also has another amazing product, such uh, other amazing products such as low blue light bulbs, red light therapy devices, and 100% blackout sleep masks, all backed by science. Blue Blocks ships worldwide in rapid time. They have easy returns and exchanges. Here's how you get them. Go to blueblocks.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino to save 15%. That's blue, B-L-U-B-L-O-X, Box. Blueblocks.com slash Bongino and use coupon code Bongino to save sell, uh, to save fifteen percent. Thanks, Blue Box. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, one big uh, quick announcement. Thank you for everyone uh, to everyone who watched my show on Filtered Saturday Night on Fox. Another big week for us. We really appreciate it. And I have a big announcement tomorrow. Um, you're not going to want to miss about my continued fight against the tech industry and their cancel culture. I'm not giving up. I'm making a ton of investments. Some will work. Some won't. I'm a doer. I'm not a talker. I'm not going to let you get canceled. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to build an entire digital economy with myself and partners. I'm not going to let it happen. I'll tease the announcement today. Some of you with a wink and a nod may figure out what happened. So the warning signs are everywhere. Folks, uh, Chinese communists... Fascist, communist, totalitarians versus U.S. liberals. What's the difference? 
You may say, wow, Dan, that sounds a little dramatic. Well, you might say that, but you'd be wrong because it's not dramatic. It's true. We'll produce the headlines right now. Before we produce the headlines, let me show you a clip. Hat tip Prager you for this, putting together some clips from Fox, and they have some more on it. I want you to check it out. This is a North Korean defector from a totalitarian, communist, fascist, murderous regime in North Korea. She wound up escaping from sex slavery in North Korea, makes it to the United States, and is genuinely stunned at what U.S. liberals do in the United States on college campuses. I'm not kidding. This is a North Korean defector on Hannity explaining how U.S. liberals are not much different than the North Koreans she fled. Check this out. You get to America, you're expecting this to be the land of the free, the home of the brave, and the land of freedom, and, and you get the exact same propaganda here. It's just heartbreaking. I, I literally sold as a sexual slave, and I literally crossed the Gobi Desert to be free. And now I thought I, I landed in a country where I can say what I believe and have my, you know, freedom to think. However, now I end up in a country, I have to constantly censoring my speech because now in the name of a safe place, Colombia was told, I mean, told us what we cannot talk about. Yeah. And I am so concerned, like, if America is not free, I think there's no place else is left that is free. And I think that's why it's really alarming to me. Do we really need a North Korean defector to tell us this? And the answer is sadly, yes, we do. Makes a very simple, logical point. That America is the last best hope. And if American freedom, civil liberties, and the, re, the, the big R God-given right to, to, to speech, to assemble, to practice your religion, goes away because of tyrannical fascist liberals and what they're doing now, where are you going to go? The answer is there is nowhere to go after this. This is it. This is why the red line has to be drawn here. The fight is here right now. There's no giving up. There's no quitting. There's no, hey, you know, I don't like what happened in this election or that election. We got to No, I'm really sorry. There's no giving up. There is no quitting because there is no other option. Quitting is not a strategy. It's not a strategy. We have to draw the red line here and save this place because there's nothing else to go. There is nowhere else to go. There is no utopian refuge other than this. Even China, the murderous regime of China, who I have nothing but the most absolute disdain for on a scale of one to hunt of to a hundred on the disdain scale. I'm at a 99.9 only reserving a little bit for future disdain a China. I put them at the top of our global enemies list. Even they are warning us. Breitbart article, be in my newsletter this week. Read it, please. I have personal experience with this article by John Hayward. China compares the Apple Daily shutdown to big tech blocking parlor. This is amazing. We have communist, fascist, murderous thugs in the Chinese Communist Party warning us that, hey, we shut down Apple Daily for a little background. Apple Daily is a paper. It's an international paper, but there's a branch in Hong Kong. They actually support things like freedom of the press, liberty and freedom. Well, the Chinese Communist Party hates liberty and freedom and therefore did everything they could and effectively shut down Apple Daily. And in countries around the world complained, said, hey, what about freedom of the press? You can't do this. And in China said, what are you talking about? You're doing the same thing in the United States where you shut down the most popular social media app 
they had going at the time, Parler, who I was an investor in. Here, from the Breitbart piece. This is from, the, this is from um, Global Times. Global Times is a Chinese propaganda media outlet. Okay, so this is straight Chinese propaganda being reported in Breitbart. Here's what the Chinese government said. They said no Western country would allow the existence of such a hub, talking about Apple Daily, that manipulates public opinion to counter the constitutional system of a country. Any media outlet that has gained inciting power to oppose the mainstream will not be spared. Listen to this. This is Chinese communist propaganda. For example... The former U.S. president, Donald Trump's Twitter account, was permanently shut down and his supporters gathered on the app Parler, which was banned for good. We have to point out that Trump's account and Parler posed much less of a constitutional challenge to the U.S. than what Apple Daily posed to Hong Kong's constitutional system. Huh. This is unbelievable. The Chinese fascist murderous regime is warning the United States that, hey, you guys are doing exactly what we're doing. Don't lecture us. Folks, I've got to ask you the question. Hold on. I know this may be controversial, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I hate the Chinese Communist Party. Hate's a strong word. Totally apropos here. But are they wrong? No, I mean, are they wrong? It's a serious, serious question. China's shutting down their political opposition and liberals in conjunction with big tech and government folks who incentive AOC and Ro Khan and others who celebrated the takedown of Parler are doing the exact same thing. Those comparisons make you uncomfortable, liberals? They should, because you're phony, fraud, fakes. And you have always been fascist, communist, socialist. You have always emulated the tactics of totalitarians. It only makes you uncomfortable because it's true. You may say, well, Dan, that's... A compelling argument about Parler, but we just don't like Parler, so I don't really care. Yeah, we're fascists and totalitarians, but all right, that's all you got. You just said in the title of your show today, Chinese communists, totalitarians versus U.S. liberals, what's the difference? Surely you have other examples. Surely I do. I always have other examples. And let's use logic and reason to make that case. Here's an article I saw this morning, was uh, trolling around the internet. It was on a travel site. Travel site, it's warning you about, this is from 2021, June of 2021, Josh Summers. He conveniently, this is a travel site, it's not a partisan site. He gives you a list of websites and, act, uh, and, and apps, excuse me, that are blocked by the Chinese government for 2021. Includes a whole bunch of uh, apps and uh, web domains, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can't get all that in China. Because Chinese communists hate civil liberties. They hate freedom. They hate the freedom of speech. So they block stuff. No, Dan, that's not happening here with the imprimatur of U.S. liberals. Oh, sure it is. These same websites, some of them I just mentioned, are doing the same thing here to the political opposition of said websites, which are all run by liberals. They're doing the same thing. Care to run through the headlines? Whether you care or not, let's run through the headlines. The liberals don't want to hear this because they don't want to admit they're totalitarian fascists. The evidence is everywhere. Here's headline number one. PJ Media, Tyler O'Neill. YouTube blocks videos exposing China's slow motion genocide in Xinjiang. So the Chinese Communist Party blocks YouTube videos of their murdering, torturous killing of Uyghurs in Xinjiang. 
And then YouTube does it for China right here with the salute of liberals. What's the difference? What's the difference? Anyone? I'll wait. Anyone? Chinese communists block YouTube videos in Xinjiang in China. YouTube blocks videos China doesn't want up of the torture and imprisonment of uh, Uyghurs in Xinjiang. What's, what's, the, what's the difference? Let's go to another one in case you think one example isn't enough. Because one example could just be some anecdote. Maybe we got it wrong. Oh, here's another one. Media Post. Again, a nonpartisan site. They just comment on the media. MailChimp cancels conservative site Babylon B. Then the Babylon B canceled them by Ray Schultz. MailChimp canceled the Babylon B, which is a satire site that usually pokes fun at liberal cancel culture because liberal cancel culture is tragic, but at times hilarious how hypocritical it is. So MailChimp, a rather grotesque site I wouldn't be caught dead using, um, got rid of them stat. I don't know if we ever used them. Um, MailChimp, we may have used them once or twice in a campaign. I'm not sure. We got rid of them um, stat. They decided to cancel the Babylon Bee. Now, in their defense, which I, I have to give both sides because I'm not a fake news journalist, MailChimp said it was a mistake, and the Babylon Bee promptly responded, it's really weird how these mistakes only happen to conservatives and promptly canceled MailChimp. I would cancel them too. I can't tell you what to do, but I would never use MailChimp. Chinese Communist Party doesn't like satire either. Because as Saul Alinsky said in one of his rules, there are a few things more damaging to an ideological cause than being poked fun at. So the Babylon Bee is a danger to the fascist liberal regime we have in the United States. So their liberal acolytes, mail service companies and otherwise, cancel them. Wow, Dan, that's it? No, that's not it. It was an article written in November of last year about me in legal insurrection. Then the deplatformers came for Dan Bongino. We got canceled by Outbrain. If you use Outbrain, cancel them immediately. Like it's only my recommendation. Outbrain. It's an advertising service for websites. Canceled us because we're a conservative website. They did all kinds of BS nonsense to try and claim it was. If I was using Outbrain, I would get away from them. Stat. Here's one more I'll throw at you before I get this video of Bill Maher. Bill Maher, again, who is no friend to conservatism, but stunningly has been a rare example of a liberal who sees the danger of the U.S. US liberals becoming Chinese communists every single day. Here's the hint and a nod for tomorrow's announcement. Payment processor Stripe cuts ties with the Trump campaign from the Hill. This was from January of this year. If you have a website that takes payments, the overwhelming majority of companies out there use Stripe. I would get away from Stripe ASAP. Stripe will cancel you. It appears in a heartbeat if you have any allegiance to the MAGA cause, Donald Trump, or if you become outspoken on any of these things. My announcement tomorrow, I'll provide you all a better option that doesn't subscribe to cancel culture. So your payment processor won't get canceled. I'm not going to take any of this lying down. Here's Bill Maher. Bill Maher, who is unbelievably has become, again, no friend to the conservative cause, but who has become an incredible advocate 
for the value of freedom and liberty lately and the dangers of cancel culture, he's watching the U.S. left evolve into communist fascist thugs. And he's clearly disturbed by it. Here he talks about Facebook and Google and others using Chinese propaganda to suppress information about the coronavirus and treatments. He sees the danger of it. Why don't you liberals who watch my show see the danger of it? Check this out. All right, let me ask you about the media aspect of this, because I find this outrageous. Facebook banned any post for four months about COVID coming from a lab. Of course, now even the Biden administration is looking into this. Google, a Wall Street Journal reporter asked the head of Google's health division, noticed that they don't do autofill searches for coronavirus lab leak the way they do it for any other question. And the guy said, well, we want to make sure they're the search isn't leading people down pathways that we would find to be not authoritative information. Well, you were wrong, Google and Facebook. We don't know. The reason why we want you is because we're checking on this. He said, we want to ensure the first thing users see is information from the CDC, the WHO. That's who I'm checking on. The WHO has been very corrupt about a lot of and the CDC has been wrong about a lot of This is outrageous that I can't look this information up. And now they're doing it with this drug, Ivermectin. They threw Brett Weinstein off YouTube, or almost. He's one strike away. YouTube should not be telling me what I can see about Ivermectin. Ivermectin isn't a registered Republican. It's a drug. Well, I don't know if it works or not, and a lot of other doctors don't either. Again, I asked the question I asked in the beginning of this show that Bill Maher's asking, here, although in a different kind of iteration of it. What's the difference between fascist communists censoring information and what big tech is doing in conjunction with liberals now? What's the difference? What's the difference? There isn't. Liberals will try to dance around. Oh, the difference is conservatives are dangerous. Uh, Really? How? We were right on just about everything. You're dangerous. Spygate, the collusion hoax, the Russian bounties hoax, hydroxychloroquine, the lab leak. We were right on everything. You were wrong on everything. You were dangerous. You. Yet we're not calling for the censoring of you because we're comfortable in a battle of ideas. You idiots don't have any good ideas. We're comfortable you putting your stupid ideas up because they're so easily discredited, as I'll do with the latest Ron DeSantis conspiracy theory next. Gosh, are you guys stupid? You're tyrants. You're nothing but petty, tyrant, coward chumps. That's all you are. Chumps. Chumps. Every one of you on the liberal side. Chumps. Embarrassing, fascist chumps. All right, let me get to my um, second sponsor. And then the other side, I have a big news in the fight back against this stuff, by the way. You may have seen it this weekend regarding Donald Trump, his rally and the fight against ScrewTube and elsewhere. Folks, let's talk for a second about embarrassing underarm sweating. It gets bad. You know that. You know those big, gross sweat tacos that show up at the most inconvenient times, dates, weddings, interviews, that kind of make you feel less confident and extremely uncomfortable? Not good. If you don't want to have to deal with this, consider yourself uh, lucky. But if you do have to deal with it, you know, so someone loves you love us to deal with uncontrollable sweat, you know those regular store-bought deodorants, they just don't do the trick. You need to check out Sweat Block. 
Sweatblock was created by a doctor to solve his own embarrassing sweat problem. It worked so well, he made a business out of it. Not only did it keep him dry, it kept him dry for an entire week with just one application. I've tried this stuff. It really works. It's no joke. This stuff works. You know, I have a sauna downstairs I use for my arthritis. I love the sauna, but the downside is you get really efficient at sweating, especially in Florida. You walk out to get your mail, you wake up, uh, you come back in the house in a full goat all the time. This stuff works. Sweat block's different than your cheap two-stick deodorants. It comes in a unique wipe, and you apply it at night before you go to bed. Next morning, wash, and then go about your day sweat-free. Guaranteed. You hear that? Guaranteed. Let me say it a third time. Guaranteed. Sweat block has a dry shirt. Guarantee. Stay dry or your money back. Get it today. Don't wait at sweatblock.com. We all love promo codes. Use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, for 20% off. Also available at your local CVS. Check it out. Sweatblock. Thanks for sponsoring the show. We appreciate it. So we are fighting back. I told you I have a big announcement tomorrow about my continued fight against tech tyranny. Again, folks, I, I put my money where my mouth is. Some are going to work out. Some aren't. But I'm the guy in the arena. All these liberal chumps are on the outside poking fun. Oh, my God, Gino. Oh my. Well, one of them has worked out quite well. Um, that is my investment in Rumble. This weekend, story at Bongino.com. Again, you'll see in my newsletter today and my show notes, Donald Trump joins YouTube competitor Rumble. <laughs> I think he's up to, what, 250,000, if not more, subscribers already. Folks, Rumble, we practice free speech over there. Um, unlike YouTube, we don't ban people for political content. So Rumble is exploding, and uh, you should join. My account is rumble.com slash Bongino. You can follow Don Jr. there. You can follow Steve Crowder there. You can follow me there. Ben Shapiro has an account there. Um, almost all your Joe Pags, almost all your favorite conservatives have an account now over at Rumble. Please go check it out. Again, my, my account's rumble.com slash Bongino. And subscribe to Donald Trump's verified account now. Everybody's starting to see the light. You want to mess with us, YouTube? Keep messing with us. We'll just create an entire parallel economy. Again, more on that tomorrow. So I made the case in the beginning here that China... Chinese communists versus U.S. liberals. What's the difference? Here's just a couple more for you. So, you know, China has a big surveillance state. Here's an article in The Atlantic that describes it. China's surveillance state should scare everyone. The country is perfecting a vast network of digital espionage as a means of social control with implications for democracies everywhere. Folks, they have cameras. They watch you online. They watch you everywhere. Again, Chinese communists versus big tech liberals in the United States. What's the difference? Here's an article I saw this morning. This is how this whole thought show, you know, he's like narratives for shows. This is how the whole Chinese communists versus U.S. liberals narrative got in my head. Here's a story by the sun. Just changed China to big tech U.S. liberals. Headline, U.S. sun. Big brother, how our daily lives are being tracked by phones, laptops, and even doorbells. Do you even know how your data is being collected? Check this screenshot out from the sun story. How you're being watched basically all the time. This is what big tech does. Big tech, China, big tech, China. What's the difference? Cars are able to log your locations you visit, the speed the vehicle's driving, the music played, even the weight of the driver on the seat. Ugh. Intimate medical data can even be donated by the NHS to commercial organizations without consent. Writing for the Mail on Sunday, the author of this piece said, if you wear a smartwatch, it'll have recorded your every movement in bed, including, of course, any sexual activity? Huh? Share a picture or record your thoughts on Facebook or type a search into Google, and that information is tracked and stored. Listen, folks, some of this we do voluntarily, some of this we don't. 
I wear one of these rings because I like to monitor my sleep behavior. I realize I understand the downsides of that. It's the stuff we're not consenting to I'm talking about. Google, Facebook, and others accumulating data you're not consenting to. What's the difference? China does the same thing. What's the difference? China's not asking. They're not asking either. Right, right. Guy brings up a good point. You want to opt out of this stuff. It's like, <laughs> there's like 75 different menus to get to. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Call us and tell us you're sure. Email to tell us you're sure. Give us a credit card deposit to tell us you're sure. Are you really sure you want to do the credit card deposit? That's what it's like getting out of this stuff. That's a good point. It's impossible. Try to get to your phone and turn off the tracking on everything. It's not easy. It's doable. It's not easy. Here's another one. Chinese communists versus U.S. liberals. New York Times headline. China pressures businesses over Hong Kong and workers get caught in the middle. Beijing wants global companies to back China's power over the city of Hong Kong, even as their workers join protests calling for a greater say in the fate of their home. Okay, so China pressures its business to push its propaganda? That's not happening here. <laughs> Epic Times! Literally this morning I read this. Epic Times. China manipulating American businesses to serve Beijing's interests. House GOP investigation finds. What's the difference? It's the same headline. It's the same headline. Swap out Hong Kong for America. What's the difference? Finally, let me wrap this up. Here's one more. Business Insider. You know, China has a social credit, credit scoring system. They score all their citizens. You don't score. You jaywalk in the street. You lose points on social credit. You can't get a, buy, a bank loan. That's how this works. Here's a Business Insider piece. China's social credit system ranks their citizens and punishes them with throttled internet speeds and flight bans if the Communist Party deems them unworthy. Here's a screenshot from the piece, what exactly China's social credit monitoring system does. The Chinese Communist Party has been constructing a moral ranking system for years that will monitor the behavior of its enormous population, and it ranks them all based on their social credit. Oh, my gosh, that's not happening here. <laughs> yeah, right. Here you go. Vogue business. This is in the United States, folks. The rise in environmental, social, and governance ratings. What's your score? What's the score? The spectacular growth in interest from investors in environmental, social, and corporate governance shows no signs of slowing down. But making sense of it all, of all the benchmarks, is a tough call. Big corporate investors, in conjunction with liberals now, are giving companies these same social credit scores. The same one. It's right there. Social in the score. They're doing the same thing. You're not a big liberal company. It donates to garbage and liberal environmental causes that do nothing for the environment. Your company gets no investment from us. You're down in the score list. What's the difference? What's the difference? Anyone? Joe, Geese, or do anyone sense a difference? No difference, Dan. Please. No. I'm open to hearing it. Yeah. No difference. Nope. There's no difference. Scoring, surveillance, censorship, liberals support all of this, and so do communist killers in China. So why is this transformation happening? Well, it's happening, ladies and gentlemen, because intellectuals in the United States, and I'm using that term in the Thomas Sowell way. I'll get to that in a second with this great video. It's happening because intellectuals in the United States, academics, who pay no price for their stupid ideas because they've never had jobs in the real world and are some of the stupidest smart people the world has ever seen. 
intellectuals in conjunction with liberals and people like AOC, uh, really, um, I, I call her the dumb bartender because I know a lot of bartenders and they're really smart. So it's not, you don't want to stigmatize bartenders because they're really bright. They listen to a lot of people's problems and figure stuff out. They do. I'm not kidding. We owned a bar. AOC's the dumb bartender. This is what happens when pseudo-intellectuals and the dumb bartender wind up taking over. You have a situation like this where U.S. liberals do the exact same thing Chinese communists do because they pay no price for being wrong. Listen to the great, the legend Thomas Sowell on this exact topic. Check this out. Uh, you can run through an impressive list of That's things, great. of disasters brought about by people with very high IQs. All right. Segment one, the species of the intellectual. When you refer to intellectuals in intellectuals in society, whom do you mean? I mean people whose end products are ideas. Uh, there are other people, people with great uh, intelligence whose end products are things like the soft vaccine, uh, a, a research scientist is not necessarily an intellectual. That's right. He, he, an engineer isn't necessarily that's right. an intellectual. That's right. Because the, the engineer is, is judged by uh, the end product, uh, which is not simply ideas. If he builds a building that collapses, it doesn't matter how brilliant his idea was, uh, he's ruined. Uh, conversely, if an intellectual who's brilliant has an, has an idea to, for rearranging society, and that ends in disaster, he pays no price at all. Brilliant. An intellectual, in contrast to a serious academic, is a person whose product is exclusively ideas that they pay no penalty or no price for talking about these ideas. None whatsoever. You know, it reminds me of a book I read by uh, Nassim Taleb, who's in the middle of a huge Bitcoin fight with Bitcoin folks out there, by the way. But Nassim Taleb, he wrote the book, The Black Swan, but he wrote another book called Skid in the Game, where he talks about, was it Hammurabi's code? If you build a building and the building collapses, like you wind up getting, uh, getting whacked yourself. You had Skid, I'm not, I'm not suggesting we should do that. Please, I'm just suggesting that if that was an example of Skid in the Game. I mean, like real, literal Skid in the Game. Therefore, you were building that building to stand no matter what, because if it went down, you died too. Again, no one's suggesting that's a serious model of governance. But it is the extreme example of what happens when intellectuals, like pseudo-intellectuals like AOC and college professors who's never had a real job, never had a real job, spout off at the mouth about socialism and other things, and they pay absolutely no penalty for the price, the implementation of their ideas, and the destruction it causes, cause. None. That's why they keep doing this stuff. Because they believe the cancel culture will never affect them. They believe in socialism. Chinese communists believe in socialism, and they all move in the same direction because there's no price for them for being wrong. Disgusting. Thank you for that uh, beginning, by the way. Guy put that together. The genius of Thomas Sowell. If you, if, you, if you heard that little sound in the beginning on audio, watch the show on Rumble. You can see rumble.com slash Bongino. Guy put that together. It's really nice because he is the king, Thomas Sowell. We love Thomas Sowell. Hey, let me get to my third sponsor here. I want to get to, before I get to debunking the latest Ron DeSantis conspiracy theory, it's been a really bad week for CNN. I usually don't do these kind of just funny clips. So these two quick ones, CNN, Jim Acosta, both of them are getting absolutely <laughs> wrecked this week. It's hilarious. Coming right up. Hey, summer season's upon us. Barbecues, beaches, and some fun finally. But they're fun. A lot of it's out in the sun, especially down here in Florida. You got to take care of your skin. 
Our friends at Chamonix have the perfect solution for the summer sun. They have GenuCell Sunspot Corrector. It uses breakthrough ingredients to get rid of dark blemishes and sunspots from long days in the sun. It's packed with cutting-edge ingredients and a nourishing, hydrating base that delivers results you can see right before your eyes. Here's Stephanie from Fresno, California. She said, I have skin damage from years in the sun. I love this product. It reduces the appearance of sunspots and it leaves my skin looking younger. It's a great product for my age. Chamonix promises results in as little as 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. This product's been a favorite. My mother-in-law, Miriam, she loves it. She always likes me to tell you all that. She loves it. She is always like, Danny, when are you getting the next box of that? Order today and get GenuCell Sunspot Corrector free, plus the legendary GenuCell XV Anti-Wrinkle Moisturizer, also free when you order GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. Go to GenuCell.com. Enter my promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 for an extra discount. Order now, and shipping is also free. GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Promo code DAN40. Go check it out. All right, moving on. So kind of a break uh, from the rather macabre opening where U.S. liberals and Chinese communists share almost everything in common these days. I know that pains me to say it. Pain should pain you to hear it. But it's true, and the truth hurts. In this case, badly. It's been a really bad week for CNN. So CNN shows up at the Trump rally, the MAGA rally out there in Ohio. And uh, they went to interview a few people. And here's one of the first people they grab. And, uh, you know, this guy wasn't really having it. <laughs> Maybe putting it mildly. It's short. Don't miss it. Check this out. What's your name, sir? My name is Go F*** Yourself. And are you from Ohio? No. Can, can you cue that up again? You may have missed it. Here's a CNN hilarious. Thank you, Joe, for the edit. So CNN gets a boom mic, and they want to interview this guy at the Trump rally. Listen closely, because you can hear the CNN reporter. He's off mic a bit, trying to ask a question. He goes, uh, what's your name, sir? Listen to the response. Play that again. What's your name, sir? My name is Go F*** Yourself. And are you from Ohio? No. <laughs> that. That wasn't it. That wasn't it with the really bad week for CNN. Here is this tier one level tool bag, Jim Acosta, one of the legendary losers in modern media, top tenor easily. I don't think he's going to take out Joy Reid, Stelter, or uh, Chuck Todd, but he gets close sometimes. Here's his zero, Jim Acosta. He wants to interview, if you're watching on Rumble, you can see he's on a bike. This is Mo Brooks. I'm a congressman who takes zero crap from anyone. He's a Republican. And Acosta thinks he's going to, like, humiliate him. And Brooks is having enough. He doesn't even interview with these idiots from CNN. Watch Mo Brooks actually uh, <laughs> shots Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta down. This is great. Check this out. So you take the bike to work, huh? Sometimes. Congressman, is there any way we could get you to talk about January 6th? I do not do interviews with CNN because I do not trust CNN to be honorable or truthful. Well, can I ask you, do you still believe I've Antifa already, was behind I've January 6th? i what I'm going to say. I don't trust you all to be truthful or honest. Well, can you tell us if you regret what you said on January 6th? I do 6th? not trust CNN to be truthful or honest, so I do uh, no Well, I'm just asking you CNN. questions. I'm asking you fair questions here, sir. Why can't you answer the question? I do not trust you all to be truthful or honest what? with anything it's CNN on, does. It's on video. If you can just talk to us for a moment. Oh, you guys will lie through your teeth any chance you get. Well, give you the chance to come on if you don't mind. Guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, said it right. You just love to see it. You just love to. Why, why is anybody talking to these idiots? Jim Acosta's not a serious person. Why are you wasting? It's like talking to Bozo the Clown. Why would you do that? 
Imagine being a member of Congress and Bozo or Krusty from The Simpsons going, <laughs> I've got questions. You'd just be like, ah, sorry, we're not really doing interviews with clowns. So why do you interview with Acosta? He's a clown. Mo, Mo Brooks handled that absolutely right. If you're not going to interview with Bozo, then don't interview with Jim Acosta. They're no different. They have the same amount of... Bozo has more credibility. Bozo's never been caught lying like Acosta has. Damn fools. Good for him, Mo Brooks. Gets on his bikes like, see you later, loser. All right, moving on. Listen, folks, they just can't stop. The fake news media can't stop with the fake news. Um, their new target du jour, of course, is Ron DeSantis. Is Ron DeSantis's national profile. We're talking about the governor of Florida, of course. There are some liberals listening who are a little slow. As Ron DeSantis's national profile has grown, as his record of success keeps building, and his conservative bona fides keep growing, he's actually becoming target number one. Even I would argue even more so than Trump these days. Everything Ron DeSantis does, the liberals create a new ridiculous conspiracy theory. They're so easily discredited, it's embarrassing, and I hate to waste your time. But here's another one. It came out this weekend from another absolutely hapless joke clown of a report, like Bozo the Clown Part Deux. This is a Hannah Dreyer, works for the Washington Post. I, I shouldn't have to say anymore, so you can assume what they're saying is probably BS. She tweets out this weekend about Ron DeSantis' response to that tragic building collapse in Surfside. This is her tweet. She says, there's a saying in emergency management. The first 24 hours are the only 24 hours. Okay. She goes on. She says, FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, was ready to deploy to the condo collapse almost immediately and included the crisis in its daily briefing, but didn't get permission from Governor DeSantis to get on the ground for a full day. Oh, my God. I read this. I'm like, well, one, I, it's from the Washington Post, so I automatically assumed it was garbage. But I'm like, okay, being, you know, a good investigative person myself, don't call me a journalist, don't insult me. I said to myself, well, is there any truth to this? Did Ron DeSantis actually delay FEMA from responding to this Surfside building collapse? It took me all of, I'm not kidding, maybe two minutes to find out how ridiculous this story was. But you should have known that. It's Hannah Dreyer from the Washington Post. Again, it's the Bozo the Clown show. So... I saw this. This tweet explained it the best. It's a very simple one. This is Jeremy Redfern. He says, time to kill another conspiracy theory. Here's how this actually works. Emergency declarations come from the local government then to the state government then to the federal government. Well, the local mayor didn't, assign, uh, didn't sign an emergency order, folks, until 4.33 p.m. Eastern time. Ron DeSantis signed one less than an hour later at 5.32 p.m. And if you're looking at the Rumble account, you'll see the declaration is actually pictured there in the tweet for the fake news specialist on the left, the Washington Post, who couldn't have taken two minutes to actually figure this out. So her conspiracy theory that Ron DeSantis was somehow up, uh, you know, getting in the way of being, becoming an obstacle to federal support at the Surfside building collapse is completely fabricated and made up as usual. You need even more evidence that liberals are totally full of Jim, listen, Jim on the radio. You let's get the buzzer ready today because there's going to be a few of those. Here's the Miami, uh, the Miami Dade mayor. What's her name? Daniela Cava. She's a Democrat on Chuck Todd's show, totally destroying this ridiculous conspiracy theory and saying, no, 
Federal and state government was there for us right from the start. But again, don't expect anything from the Washington Post. They, they, the lies traveled around the world. They did their job, which is nonstop Chinese Pravda, Soviet Pravda-like propaganda. Check this out. Uh, are you getting all the federal and state support you need? We are very grateful. Not only the state of Florida has been here in force, but the president on the morning of the disaster called to offer all possible assistance. And by the end of that day, we had FEMA approval. So we're working super hard to uh, uh, get uh, everything we need. And we, we've not lacked for any support as well as support from around the world. Uh, you know, it, again, folks, it just never stops. I'm really sorry. I, I'm again, my, you have my personal apologies for having to report this. Not because I'm reporting something I think is offending you because I, I don't like to waste your time. But the problem is your liberal friends are morons. And if Ron DeSantis's national profile continues to grow, they will keep bringing up thoroughly discredited conspiracy. Ron DeSantis hid COVID data in Florida. Whistleblower. The whistleblower was a total fake. A total fake. The story has been thoroughly eviscerated. The pub, remember the public's Ron DeSantis, public vaccines. It's totally discredited story. The Miami, uh, excuse me, the Palm Beach County mayor has already discredited that story. Now we have a new one. Ron DeSantis held up FEMA. Totally made up. Totally made up. These people are full of... Your liberal friends are idiots. I'm sorry I have to waste your time giving you the ammunition to debunk their constant stupidity. It is DDS, does not as derangement to syndrome. You're right. It's, it's actually worse than TDS. At least with Trump, they waited till he declared. Ron DeSantis haven't even declared anything yet. They're already inventing conspiracy theories. All right, moving on. So um, last week we talked about, I'm going to get this UFO thing in a minute. Don't go anywhere. I had John Ratcliffe on my show, who we had booked earlier in the week before this came out on my show on Fox Unfiltered. And man, did this turn out great for us. So I booked him on a different topic, too. But he was great, as always. I just want to play this video quick, and it goes back to what we discussed and the theme of kind of the show today. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about this article in the Wall Street Journal, how when you're learning to read communist propaganda, whether it was out of the old Soviet Union, current Russia, or China, you have to learn to read the story upside down. And the example they gave is when you see in a Chinese Communist Party newspaper, you know, heroic Chinese army saves eight miners. You got to read the story upside down. The story's really 100 miners died because a Chinese communist run mine with poor safety collapsed and killed them. So when you read the story upside down, you'll get the real story. You have to learn to do that with American media too, like Acosta and Hannah Dreyer and others, because they're just liars. They just make stuff up. So here's another one from the chief liar and upside down news propagandist Jen Psaki at the White House. Here's the new stunner. This, and I mean a stunner. They are now going to blame the defund the police movement. C Cedric Raymond, uh, Richmond, excuse me, tried it this weekend on another show. But here's Jen Psaki, chief propagandist at the White House. They're going to now try to blame the defund the police movement. Exclusively a liberal phenomenon on Republicans. You don't believe me? Listen, check this out. 
I think the president believes that we shouldn't and we shouldn't allow access to guns to those criminals who are currently illegally buying them from some dealers across the country. And part of his announcement is taking steps to do exactly that. But part of his announcement is also ensuring there's specific guidance to uh, communities across the country to ensure that they have funding to get more community police around the country, something that was supported by the American Jobs Plan uh, that was support that was voted into law by Democrats just a couple of months ago. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that, but that's a piece. Oh my gosh. They really think you're stupid. Folks, this, this is the same argument they use with Planned Parenthood. It's the, the fungible money argument. In other words, the lo- this is, it, I don't even want to say the logic because it's not logic. The illogic they're using to get you to believe that Republicans are trying to defund the police is they wanted to give a bunch of slush fund money from the federal government to states for COVID relief. Money that no one, I mean, some of it's never even been used. Because Republicans were like, hey, listen, we don't need all that money. The debt's out of control. Stand fast. The Democrats are saying, well, that money could have been used, and therefore other money could have been used that would have been used for that to defund, to fund policing. So you're technically defunding the police. It's the equivalent of saying, the fungible money argument, that because Florida stopped taking the $300 unemployment supplement because it was encouraging people not to work, that that's defunding the police. Because if Florida would have taken the federal money, they would have had to pay less out of their state budget for unemployment funds. Therefore, they could have, in some circumstances, used that money for the police. But they couldn't have because Democrat liberal cities don't want the money for the police. They want to defund them. If you're having a tough time following this, you should because it's illogic. But it's the fungible money argument they use for everything. Planned Parenthood, we don't fund abortions. We fund uh, birth control measures. Uh, Folks, the money, once it gets to Planned Parenthood, nobody's watching it. It's a ridiculous argument. It requires you to be stupid to buy it. All right, moving on, because I don't want to focus on too much stupidity today. My goal here is not to make you dumber. It's to help you. Let me get to my next sponsor in this UFO story, which is just amazing. Some of this, there's two, two, two key number one stunners in here. I mean, number one stunner. Those of you who grew up in Queens in the day, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was listening. I was back in, I was in my car. I got, I got a new car. I got rid of the Raptor. My friend took it. So I had to get a new car. So I was programming in. And as I programmed in, I hit the, the, uh, the music thing from my phone. And some old stuff came up. And uh, you remember, um, I, I was a Queens kid. So you remember Mob Deep? Remember Mob Deep from Queens? Shook Ones? Seriously, was there a better rap album in the day? Was there? Shook Ones, was there a better one? I don't think so. It, it cued, I hadn't heard it in years, and it just it clicked on my car because I had the Bluetooth connected. Just throwing that out there, back in the day, things were a little different back then. We are all trying to be fake tough guys back then. No good. Don't be fake tough guys. Real tough guys don't have to fake being tough guys. All right, our favorite sponsor, uh, well, actually, I should say Joe Armacost's favorite. I love him, too, but Joe absolutely loves Rock Auto. Yep. Joe's kind of a handy guy. I'm not. I go to buy parts for Rock Auto, and I give them to my friend to put on. I don't do it, but Joe does it himself because he's a handy guy. <laughs> Listen, one reason to make, it's true. Repair and maintain your car is to save money. You can then use that money for other things like mortgage or food. Don't spend 30 50 or 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership. It's a total waste of time. Here's an example. A Delphi FGI 1456 fuel pump assembly 
for a 2005 2010 Honda Odyssey is $353.99 at a big chain store. You know what you get it for at rockauto.com? $216.79. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Brake parts, engine control modules, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or your daily driver, it doesn't matter. Get everything you need. A few easy clicks. Super easy website delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is really easy to navigate. You don't have to be tech savvy. See all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specifications, and the prices you prefer. Here's the best thing. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up, for, up to twice as much for the same parts. Why would you do that? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Do us one favor. That how did you hear about us box? Just write my last name, Bongino, in there so they know we sent you. They have an incredible selection and reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com. So the UAP, uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, what we'll call the UFO report, came out on Friday. Luckily, we had booked former director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, under the Trump administration, a guy who has been extremely vocal about the dangers of these UFOs. We booked him on the show. We booked him on a different topic, and the UFO report came out. And, I, you know, sometimes I hate to ask them because they get bombarded with questions about UFOs. I asked President Trump that same question when we interviewed on my radio show. And President Trump said, too, they said, of all the questions he's asked, the UFO question he's asked the most, that, which doesn't surprise me. People want to know, are they real or not? The report came out on Friday in my newsletter. It's the first thing, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe to my newsletter. It's the first article in the show notes right there. The link to this. It's not long. I think it's nine pages. Here are two really shocking, and believe me, I don't think I'm overselling it, takeaways. There's a lot of good takeaways, but here, in the interest of time, here are the two I found. How did you know that's what I was looking at, Guy? You highlighted that. Guy made the highlight. Did Did I tell you that? No, you know, you listen to my, you watch my unfiltered show. So you knew this. this how it, he does. He's like in my head now. I didn't even tell him to highlight this. Here's a, from the report. Most of the UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, reported probably do represent physical objects, given that a majority of them were registered across multiple sensors to include radar, infrared, electro-optical, weapon seekers, and visual observation. Folks, I I. I don't, I told you so, self-praise things. Forget I told you so. But I did, I told you a few weeks ago when John Ratcliffe was on Maria Bartiromo and he did that appearance where he played four or five times. I have it on my radio show, we use it all the time. And he talked about multiple sensors. I said to you, having been in the security field myself, that that was the key. We have a security arrangement at the White House and elsewhere. I'm not gonna give up the details, obviously. But sensors get tripped all the time. Sensors designed to sense different things. You get it. Movement, heat, whatever that is. A lot of things can trip a movement sensor. Wildlife, blowing leaves. But they're not going to trip four or five sensors at the same time. If it's a blowing leaf, it's not going to trip a thermal sensor. Because the leaf is, is the air temperature, roughly. You get my point? 
So when I heard that from John Ratcliffe, him saying on Maria Bartiromo's show well over a month ago, hey, these things tripped multiple sensors, that in my head would ding, 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 ding. These are real objects. The report now says it. They believe these are actual physical objects. Are they from another galaxy? I'm not saying that. Are they technology from a foreign government we don't have? Maybe. But they're real. (laughs) I'm actually stunned this is not all over the news today. U.S. government report finds UAP slash whatever, UFOs are real physical objects. It's in the report. You can read it. I provided the link. How is this not a bigger story? It's not a conspiracy theory. They're real. Here's the second stunner. Number one stunner. That's how I get into that mob. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, I got to have some of my childhood friends on the show tell you about what I was like back in the day. You'd be stunned. That would be the number one stunner. So there's an other bin. Other bin. What the hell's the other bin? From the report. It says there are probably multiple types of UAPs requiring different explanations based on the different appearances and behaviors they found. It says their analysis supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they'll fall into one of five potential explanations, Okay. This is what they're saying. These UFOs could be airborne clutter, number one, natural atmospheric phenomenon, U.S. government or industry developmental programs, meaning some technology they're working on, foreign adversary systems, that would be scary, and the catch-all other bin. There's another bin? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, what's in that other bin? Alien technology? What else could it be? Said we don't foreign. In other words, the other bin is not foreign technology. That's its own category. Other is the other category. What the hell's in the other bin? Here was John Ratcliffe on my show, where he's pretty clear that these things are real. Are they from another solar system? We don't know that, but that they're real, and this could be a genuine national security threat. John Ratcliffe from. Uh, unfiltered with Dan Bongino? Oh, that's me. Check this out. Look, the the bottom line is with unidentified aerial phenomenon, you know, many, many cases, Dan, we're able to explain it away for reasons like visual disturbances or weather phenomenon or foreign adversaries and their technologies or even our own uh, experimental technologies with certain aircraft and and, and vehicles. But what this report really um, underscores, Dan, is that um, that there are a number of instances, and the specific number remains classified, but a number of instances where we've ruled all of that out. And there are technologies uh, that we don't have, and frankly, that we're not capable of defending against based on those things that we've seen, multiple sensors. In other words, where not just people visually see it, but where it's picked up on radar, where it's seen on satellites. Um, and so, you know, it's an issue of national security. And as the person who was informing policy makers about yeah. national security threats, Um, It's not good to say, gosh, we don't have good answers. And so we have to have a a larger discussion to try and figure out specifically, um, uh, you know, what this is all about. So I'm glad that that information's out. Folks, I'm very sorry. I know 50% of you believe that this is some kind of a distraction by the Biden administration and the left, this UFO report. I, I respect and value your opinion. The show is for you. 
but I owe you my opinion too. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I, I, I think that's, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't accept that explanation at all for two reasons. This is Trump's former director of national uh, director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe. That was Tim. He's not a Biden guy at all. Why would he be out there saying this is a serious national security threat? Why would he make that up to help Biden distract us? That doesn't even make sense. And secondly, if the Biden administration was looking to distract you with this report, which they're probably looking to distract you from what they're doing, but not with this report. Why would they release it on a Friday at five o'clock? The news vacuum hole. Why? Does that make any sense to you? You release it on a Tuesday or a Thursday at eight in the morning. So it winds up in the Booker bin in cable news. I'm in cable news. I know how it works. Why would you release it on a Friday when everybody went home? Because Monday when they show up, it's email number 6,000 and a list of crap they got over the weekend. What would be the, be the worst distraction ever? This is real. It's real. I'm sorry if you believe otherwise. I, again, it's your opinion. I get it. I respect it. I disagree 1,000%. This is real. Is it alien from another world? I don't know that. Occam's razor. I don't know that. But it's real. And it's not a distraction. All right, finally, in the beginning, I said at the beginning of the show, I, um, I told you I had a theory here as to uh, if they are aliens, space aliens. Listen, highly unlikely, but possible. If it's another alien technology visiting Earth, then why did they leave? Why aren't they here now? It's a very serious theory. You ready, Guy? Joe, you ready? Yeah, man. I want you guys both. I want your feedback. Tell me what you guys think about this. All right. You ready? Okay. So they came here, they have sensors, they probably had some, you know, hume, aliens like humans walking around, sensing what's going on, they felt around, they ran into the liberal woke-topian crowd, they were like, screw this crap, I'm getting the hell out of this place tomorrow. They did a U-turn, they were in park, they hit reverse, we're like, tires right back to Woketopia or wherever the hell they had to go. They're like, I don't even want to hang out with these idiots. <laughs> it's a serious scientific theory. Don't laugh. You, he's laughing. Joe, don't, yeah. Joe, I'm dead serious. They came here, War of the World style. They had all the sensors. The attack was ready. And they were like, you know what? These liberal, these people are too stupid to conquer. And they felt sympathy for us. And they're out of here. They left. They did a U-turn, put the car in reverse, and they went back to Galactopia or wherever the hell they're from. Flash Gordon world with Ming. Wherever they are, they left. They're like, these people are too stupid to conquer. And they left. I'm telling you, that's a testable scientific hypothesis. I think I'm going to be proven right in the long run. <laughs> hey, Joe. Key said... They probably saw Joy Reid jogging in Central Park vaccinated with two masks on. And they were like, I'm sorry. These people are too stupid. They're just too stupid. We'll come back and invade at another time. We're just not doing it now. Very good. Very good. All right, folks. We're going to wrap it up for the day. I had a couple more stories. I'll get to them tomorrow. Always good stuff. Don't miss my radio show today. Also, again, a couple big announcements. Uh, my Rumble account. Donald Trump's Rumble account, go to Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. Go to rumble.com, sign up for Donald Trump's verified account there as well. 
And uh, I got a big announcement coming tomorrow again in my continued war on big tech. Again, some will work out, some won't, but I'm getting in the arena, man. I'm not going to sit on the sidelines. I'm sorry. And I would uh, humbly request you join me in the fight inside the arena. Thanks a lot. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.